You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to our preview and prediction show on Buckeye Breakdown. Ohio State and Penn State with, frankly, what will probably be Ohio State's toughest game to date. Ohio State certainly had some bigger opponents on the schedule early in the year, but they've all pretty much underachieved. At Penn State, though, this is a good Nittany Lion team that Ohio State in the past has struggled with. What are we expecting here on Saturday afternoon, which is a bit rare as well? The Buckeyes finally playing an afternoon game in Happy Valley. Coming up next on Buckeye Breakdown. We've got the whole crew together as we cover Ohio State with our instant analysis from Ohio State. There's something that doesn't feel right. Unbelievable effort from him today. Is EJ Liddell going to crack the first team all Big Ten? I think he can be the guy. I'm not trying to start a quarterback controversy. He seems to have the durability. He certainly has the toughness. This is the question on a lot of people's minds here. Welcome to Buckeye Breakdown. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Buckeye Breakdown. Happy Friday morning, and uh, I'm sure I'm sure excited for this Ohio State Penn State game. I know a lot of folks are as they finally feel like we've got another big game on our schedule. It's not that Notre Dame and Wisconsin and Iowa weren't big games, but going into those games, you felt pretty good based on the way those teams have played so far this year. And um, I, I realize maybe the Notre Dame game is a little different because it's the opener. But now that we're into the meat of the schedule in October. You feel like Penn State's got a little momentum after they beat up on Minnesota, and Ohio State's going to have their hands full on Saturday afternoon. Or will they? We'll find out. I'm Brendan Gulick along with Craig Heisen. Thanks for hanging out on Buckeye Breakdown. You can uh, support our show if you'd like by subscribing to this YouTube channel. We sure would appreciate it if you'd you'd consider doing that. If you're listening after the fact in our audio-only version, we are streaming live this morning, and feel free to join us live. But if you'd like to listen after the fact, Wherever you'd like to find your favorite podcast, we post this in lots of different places. Uh, and for all the latest, check out BuckeyesNow.com. Before we go any further at all, happy birthday to Craig Heisen. Hey, hey, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I feel like around my uh, around my birthday every year, they play Penn State. We were just talking before we got started. One of my all-time favorite Ohio State games that come back in 2017. Um, incredible. One of the loudest roars I've ever heard at Ohio Stadium when uh, JT Barrett threw that touchdown pass to Marcus Ball. So always a good, uh, fun Halloween weekend. Hopefully nothing spooky goes down, though, uh, Saturday afternoon in Happy Valley. I, uh, I'm with you. Um, you know, I was, I was looking at the ESPN, uh, you know, game prediction models earlier. I don't remember exactly what they call it anymore, but uh, they basically said Ohio State has like a 76% chance or 74% chance to win this game, something in that ballpark. And I mean, I guess I get that, but I just have a hard time thinking that, you know, roughly 20 times out of 100 that the Buckeyes lose on Saturday. And maybe that's just a maybe that's a bad way to think about it. But I I think Penn State is a good team. I really do. I just don't think they're anywhere near as good as Ohio State is. Now, you got to go play and you got to go execute it what Penn State is really good at defensively, 
theoretically matches up well against what Ohio State does really well offensively. But college football is a game that's predicated on offense. It's built for scoring. And if you can't generate pressure on an opposing quarterback at the line of scrimmage to force him into making bad decisions, your secondary is going to eventually break down, especially when you've got the kinds of wide receivers that the Buckeyes have. So I I sort of look at this game and think to myself, I really like the way Ohio State's offensive line is playing. The running backs have been excellent in pass protection all year. Cade Stover is a huge weapon at tight end. I don't think C.J. Stroud is going to be under the same kind of pressure or face the same kind of confusing defense that he saw last week when he maybe looked a little flustered in the first half. And I guess I just don't see this game as close as as the 15-and-a-half points that the spread indicates. Yeah, they have great corners. I mean, you hit on it uh, in the preview show, too, yesterday. Um, Joey Porter Jr. is going to be a first-round corner. Kalen King is going to be a high, <laughs> high draft pick as well. Thank you for the comment, Sage. Um, he's going to be a high draft pick as well. Jair Brown, uh, they're Jair Brown. Very good. Um, but they're, I'd be a little bit more concerned if their de- defensive line matched how well their secondary is because they'd have a really good defense then, but they don't have a very good defensive line uh, this year. So I, I expect a big game out of Kate Stover uh, Saturday because um, I don't think they're going to have to use him in pass protection quite like they did against Iowa. Uh, so he's going to be able to get his hands on some balls this weekend, I think, and and have a big game. So um, if the matchup of the our receivers versus their corners, though, and, and safeties is going to be fun to watch because it's a lot of NFL guys across the board. Yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody in America wants to see Joey Porter Jr. against Marvin Harrison Jr., um, certainly because those two guys are really good, but also it's kind of a fun you know, NFL bloodline matchup and and mm-hmm. perhaps a future NFL matchup sure feels that way. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much Ohio State is going to be able to run the ball or how much they want to run the ball. I get the impression that's part of their game plan, but it, it feels like when things don't go quite as well in the run game that Ryan Day just turns to Stroud and says, okay, let it rip. Um, now, let's acknowledge that the Buckeyes are, are one of only two teams in the country offensively that are averaging 300 yards through the air and 200 yards on the ground per game. So it's not like the running game hasn't been good. Um, but there have been some moments, and certainly last week it was tough to run the ball. I think it's going to be easier for them to run the ball against Penn State. I, I don't see schematically from Penn State the same kinds of things that I saw uh, out of Iowa. So I, I anticipate that Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams are going to be in, in better, uh, you know, maybe a little better shape here this week. Um, but I think the Buckeyes just kind of have a tendency to want to prove a point through the air. And, you know, CJ has done a pretty good job of making good decisions, especially last week. You know, I, I realized there were some frustrating moments for him, but he only turned it over once and he guided the offense on nine scoring drives against the number three defense in the country. So, you know, put the ball in the, in the hands of the guy you trust the most. I agree. I, I kind of, I'm going the other way a little bit, Brennan. I think after last week and not being able to run the ball, we kind of saw that towards the end of last season. I think they, they really try to run it uh, Saturday. And in, in my opinion, just cause Michigan and we'll see how Ohio state's run game stacks up, obviously different game, different day, but Michigan ran all over Penn state for the tune of over 400 yards 
Minnesota ran pretty well against Penn State last uh, last week. Um, obviously, Penn State put it on them, but uh, pretty good. But they were Minnesota was able to run the ball, so I think Ohio State's going to make an emphasis. But the key there is how healthy is Travion and mine. We didn't hear a lot of injury uh, injury talk this week from Coach Day. He was not uh, willing to. Uh, really give any information on injuries at all um, in any press conferences that he did and leads me to my next point and going to ask you does Jackson Smith and Jigba play on Saturday yeah I mean I you know I I don't know for sure we won't know Mm -hmm. until tomorrow morning my gut feeling is no Um, that's mine as well I I hate that I'm feeling that way you know, I was in the Woody on Tuesday and it was obviously before practice. And, and unfortunately, we're not you know, permitted to be at practices. Uh, and I don't say we like Buckeye Breakdown, that practice is close to the media. And, and certainly the folks that are watching and listening to this know that, um, you know, I, I'm hopeful that Jackson's going to be OK. But it it kind of feels at this point like he's re-aggravated something. Um, you know, I don't want to be unfair and speculate. I'm just telling you my gut feeling. I don't think he's going to play. Um, I want him out there. And and look, if he's not on the field, as much as that stinks because of his ability, Ohio State's got the best passing offense in the country without him. Um, and and obviously it's that much scarier when he's in there, right? So mm-hmm. let's let's acknowledge that. But you know, Marvin and Emeka and, and Julian have done a really really good job. Um, I think this could be a really fun breakout game for Julian Fleming. I mean, he's a, he's a Pennsylvania kid. He's finally healthy in his, in his senior year, like let him go eat and, and mm-hmm. keep giving him the ball. And, and, you know, CJ is going to put it in places where he can make plays. Julian's had a really good year, you know, Mecca and Marvin get an awful lot of attention and they should, but let's give Julian Fleming his credit because this kid's playing at a high level right now. And he had a huge touchdown last week that really, you know, put a, a seal on the game. Um, so I hope Jackson can play. I, I, I'm crossing my fingers to be surprised tomorrow, but I, I guess I just don't expect him to be out there at this point. I don't either. If you had to make me put a bet on it right now, I'd say he's not not going to suit up just from what we saw last Saturday, the pitch count real close, um, not giving any uh, information away this, this week. It just doesn't look like he's playing or sound like he's playing um so it is concerning it's only a kick a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this adidas Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. I wonder how many people feel the way Sue does here. She chimes in and says, I think Penn State's going to play spoiler for the Bucs. I mean, I I guess I can see where it's possible. I don't think they're a terrible football team, and, and I, I can certainly see where they win. 
I just don't think it's very likely. Um, think about what you have to do to beat Ohio State right now. It's not just about stifling their offense anymore. That was last year. You're playing against a defense that right now is a top 10 defense in the country. They've proven it in lots of different categories. They've done it with enough of a body of work that I don't think it's fair to say they quote unquote, haven't played anybody. You know, I, I realize the strength of their schedule may not have, may not have turned out right now, the way that we anticipated before the season started, I think that's maybe a more more of a condemnation of the Big Ten itself this year outside of the Buckeyes in Michigan. And yes, they're going to see a good team. But I mean, we haven't seen Penn State go crazy offensively against a good defense. In fact, they only scored 17 points uh, against Northwestern, who's had a really bad and, and certainly they got smoked by Michigan 41-17 because Michigan killed them at the line of scrimmage. So, you know, again, like I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Penn State. They've got some really good players. I, I Ohio State is scoring almost 50 points a game, and that includes 21 points in their opener against Notre Dame. It's well over 50 a game if you take that game out of the sample size for the last six now. And on top of that, their defense is having an incredible season. Ohio State's scoring defense, looking at the stats right now, is fifth in the country, 14.9. They have given up fewer than 20 points in four of the seven games they've played. And I just don't look at this Penn State team and think that, you know, I mean, look, maybe they get a defensive touchdown. Maybe there's a special team score. I just don't see them consistently marching down the field against Ohio State right now. And it has a lot to do with the fact that if Penn State's going to have a successful day, they need to run the ball. They need to shorten the game. Ohio State has been absolutely unbelievable in short yardage situations. They've been incredible on third downs defensively. Uh, They're the number two defense in the country on third down, less than 25% of the time. Ohio State's red zone defense has been a little shaky, but most teams haven't really driven into the red zone against them. Um, the Buckeyes are number two in the country in total defense at 240 yards a game. They're allowing only 90 yards a game on the ground. That's eighth best in the country, uh, only 149 yards a game through the air. I mean, I, I think we've got enough of a sample size to say, okay, the defense is playing well. And when I look at the way Penn State tries to move the ball, I just don't think there's enough there that I I feel worried going into this game. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm not. I'm just not that worried. Yeah, there's no there's no doubt Penn State's been the toughest opponent for Ohio State the last ten or so years. But uh, Ohio State's got a five game win streak. Last loss was 2016. The one thing with Penn State that they they've done in that five game win streak is they do hold Ohio State under their average uh, points per game that they have uh, going into when they play Penn State. So. And even so, Ohio State has still won those games. So last year, last year's game, Clifford Clifford played well. He had the one interception, but uh, there were some times that he, you could say that was one of his better games that he played. Um, last week was probably his best game he's played at Penn State, uh, his Minnesota performance. So um, 
I, I just Penn State fan. It's kind of a, a weird spot right now because last week Clifford and Franklin are getting booed before the game. Before I mean, the every, game, like they hadn't <laughs> even taken the field, <laughs> right? And I don't, I don't know if I've personally seen that uh, in college. You, you see that sometimes in the NFL, but college I have not seen a, a your, your quarterback who's been there for six years. Uh, get By the way, for a team that's six and one, it's not like they're <laughs> right. two and five. And we all know why they're doing. They want to see Drew Allard from Ohio. So it, it's understandable by all accounts. And what we've seen from him, he looks like a surefire future NFL quarterback. So we'll, we'll get into that next year when we uh, when we play Penn State. But they have two great freshman running backs. They're gonna they're gonna have to try to run the ball, like you said, and, and slow the game down because I just not I'm not totally sold on Clifford being able to lead. Um, lead them to a victory through the air. It's just he gives the ball away too much. There's times he's careless. Yes, he can scramble, so they need to be aware of that. I wouldn't say he's a running quarterback by any means, but he can definitely hurt you with his feet if, if you let him. So. so, I mean, last year I felt similarly coming into this game, and admittedly it was a little closer than I thought, but mm -hmm. I wasn't ever really concerned that the Buckeyes were going to lose the game. Um, and, and included in that is a defense that – wasn't very good last year for Ohio right. State. I mean, it, they they really they really weren't very good yet. Now I really think they are. Um, you know, the the over under in the game, the the last I saw was sixty one, and I think the spread is fifteen and a half. So you start to think about okay, what that score looks like, and that just doesn't feel right to me. I don't see Ohio State scoring fewer than forty points. They they score forty points or more basically three out of every four games they play. Yeah. And I, yeah, they've got a really good secondary, but I just don't think that they're going to be able to pressure Stroud enough unless CJ just has an awful day. And we haven't seen that from him. I mean, CJ's bad days are last week, 20 of 30 for 286, four touchdowns and an interception, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I just don't see anything historically from Stroud to make me think that he's going to struggle against this team. I, I think you have to look at it from a smaller lens. This is not, hey, this has been a tough matchup the last 10 years. It has, and it's made it fun. But that's all about the hype of the game. That has nothing to do with what's going to happen on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Saturday's game is about these players, this team, this scheme, you know, this coaching staff. And I just think Ohio State is going to win handily. So you know, I'll just give it to you now. I mean, my final score prediction is 45-17. I think Ohio State will be better at, at, you know, not settling for field goals this week. They have been the only team in the country that has scored every single time they've gotten in the red zone, field goals and uh, and touchdowns. But, um, you know, they haven't turned the ball over in critical areas on the field, even when there's been some times where it's a little frustrating because maybe it's taken a few extra plays for them to score. Um, and I, I just don't. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I don't think Sean Clifford is the guy. He is a really good college quarterback. He Honestly, he's Trace McSorley. He's a very good college quarterback. He is not an NFL quarterback in the making. And I think Penn State fans are riled up because they know they've got a kid that is all the hype, all the talent, big arm, and can really play waiting behind Sean and maybe it's James Franklin's best move to hold Drew for now and just give him a full year to not get a ton of reps 
and to go get his feet underneath him and, and learn from somebody like Sean Clifford, who, in my opinion, his toughness and his leadership are his best traits. But this Penn State offense against this Ohio State defense, I don't see Penn State going crazy. I think it's a 45-17 game. Yep, and I don't even know if I'd go as far. Brennan, you're a little bit nicer than me than to say Clifford's even a uh, Trace McSorley type. Trace was – I'd have him just a titch below maybe. He's Clifford's had a hell of a career, but Trace McSorley, but he was he was a very good quarterback for Penn State. But I, I'm right there with you. I'd, I'd be a little bit worried if our defense was last year's defense going into this game, but they're not. They're a heck of a lot better. All the numbers speak uh, for themselves. The key, I think, in this game that is is going to be big because they have those two good freshman running backs is getting off the field on third down, which Ohio State has not had a problem with this year. Um, as you said before, they're second in the country on third down right now. So Penn State's going to be forced with a lot of third downs, and I think Ohio State gets off the field um, the majority of the time uh, Saturday. But I have it kind of the same way. Um, no disrespect to Penn State. I just don't think they have the guys this year. I think next year's game will be very good, though. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I am it. a little concerned about next year, but yep. we're talking about this year. Right, right. I have it. Um, I was going to go 40 to 20, um, and I think we see a Denzel uh, Burke interception for the first time uh, this year. I think uh, Clifford's going to give him a gift uh, that he – doesn't quite run back for a touchdown, but I think he gets close. So I'm hoping for that. Denzel Burke's been trending, hasn't been challenged uh, quite like he will be Saturday. But I think hopefully um, these past couple of weeks give him some confidence, whether that's fake confidence. Uh, I don't really care. I just want him to have confidence. <laughs> so I think uh, that score. And then I think coming out of halftime, we see Drew Aller take over Penn State. And that's the only reason they score 20 points. Um, okay. I think Ohio State puts it on them in the first half. Um, really uh, strong emphasis on running the ball. They, you saw what Michigan did and Minnesota did running the ball. I think Ohio State says, hey, we're going to show you how tough we are. We're going to do that same thing. Um, I think that's the way I see it going this Saturday. I love it. I love it. Any birthday plans? What are you doing? No birthday plans, really. Just dinner tonight and then watch the watch the game tomorrow. It's going to be weird watching a Ohio State-Penn State game in, in the daylight in Happy Valley. But their it crowd, hopefully hopefully they're going to a bunch of Halloween parties tonight and they wake up sleepy and it's not as loud as it, as it normally <laughs> is in Happy Valley. But I'm not going to hold my breath for that. I think it's still going to be a, a great crowd. And I think Ohio State's team has got to be excited to go into a hostile environment. I mean, Michigan State was, was not. Um, so – to be able to go on the road, uh, which they haven't done much this year, to uh, kind of stick it to the opposing fans is going to be is going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to uh, what we hope will be a great game tomorrow night. The plan is to be there, and I'm knocking on wood because we finally get to that time of year where you just never really know what's going to happen with airlines and whatnot. Uh, I'm in Chicago here today, but flying to Philadelphia tonight and then driving to Happy Valley tomorrow morning, uh, which I understand is going to be a hell of a commute. Uh, not just because it's a three-hour-plus drive, but uh, if you're going to the game, all recommendations are get there as early as you can because there's basically, you know, one road in and one road mm -hmm. out of, uh, of of University Park on both sides. So that should be entertaining to navigate in the morning. But good, the, good, the anticipation will be there. Yeah, <laughs> good luck. Uh, I might only have one eye open. I might be running on coffee, but uh, that's okay. Looking forward to some fun as Ohio State and Penn State get rolling uh, tomorrow afternoon.
All right. Well, that kind of puts a bow on our preview coverage this week. We've got a couple of good pods. I thought that that were worth uh, a listen for you, including if you missed it yesterday, we talked with Mark Wogenrich from All Penn State uh, to to give us a look at the Nittany Lions and what people in their fan base are talking about, what he sees from this year's team uh, and where maybe they could have some success against the Buckeyes. So check that out as well. Uh, it's both over on our YouTube channel and posted wherever you like to find your favorite podcasts. Thanks for subscribing. Really appreciate that. We're trying to keep growing the channel here as we uh, we give you the best Ohio State coverage that we can. So look forward to uh, tomorrow. Can't believe it's already week eight. We're in the back half of the schedule and the Buckeyes are uh, right where they want to be. And they've got to take care of business on Saturday afternoon. For Craig Heisen and Brendan Gulick, we'll see you tomorrow in University Park. we got plenty of game day coverage coming your way. So uh, hope to uh, hope to see you tomorrow over on BuckeyesNow.com. Have a good Friday, everybody.